Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is March 24th, 2021. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Morning Grind. Well, my friends, I think it is a bit of an understatement to say that things have been uh, busy for your Las Vegas Raiders as of late. We are now just under a week into the start of the new league year, and with it, the start of free agency. And the Las Vegas Raiders have been active, really, in all areas of the roster. From big free agent signings to trades and everything in between, John Gruden and Mike Mayock have been turning over the Silver and Blacks roster since last Wednesday. So, in that spirit, today on the podcast, we're going to look back at some of the moves the Raiders have made as of late, both in terms of additions and subtractions. And as I said, the transaction page on Raiders.com has been filling up, which means we have a lot to get to. Lego! Headed into free agency, the consensus among fans and pundits alike, if consensus is still even a thing these days, was that the silver and black needed to get better along the defensive line. If we look back to 2020, Rod Marinelli's group showed flashes of getting to the opposing quarterback, but unfortunately, they were unable to do it on a regular basis week in and week out. Throw in the fact that in the AFC West, you are asked to deal with the likes of Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert twice a year. So if you want to find any type of success on the defensive side of the football, you have got to make the quarterback's life miserable. And give the tandem of Gruden and Mayock credit because they looked at that need and attacked it with fervor, signing Quinton Jefferson, Yannick Ngakwe, Solomon Thomas, Darius Phylon, and former Titan Matt Dickerson, all since the start of the new league year. And for those of you keeping track at home, that is five defensive linemen added to the mix in just about a week. And while Yannick Ngakwe will understandably get top billing in terms of the newest Raiders, if we take a closer look at the group of defensive linemen as a whole, there are multiple reasons to be excited if you are a fan of the silver and black. Before we get to Yannick, and trust me, ladies and gentlemen, we will, let's just begin with Solomon Thomas, a guy that frankly just needed a fresh start. The former number three overall pick missed nearly his entire 2020 season due to injury, and his production on the field during his time as a 49er probably wasn't what you would expect from a player drafted as high as he was, but regardless, Thomas, one, has the talent to be a quality defensive lineman in the NFL, and two, is motivated to show the entire world that he is worth all the hype that surrounded him much of his career. And the beauty of Thomas's situation now is that he will not be asked to shoulder the burden alone. He now joins a defensive line with Max Crosby, Cleland Furl, and yes, Yannick Ngakwe, where the collective goal will be to impart their will at the line of scrimmage. And speaking of Mr. Ngakwe, it really is hard to overstate just how big it was for this team that the Pro Bowl defensive end ultimately decided to continue his football career in Las Vegas. Stating the obvious, the man fills a need. Ngakwe has 45 and a half career sacks, and the moment he lines up on the Raiders defensive line, that group immediately gets better. The University of Maryland product also has an innate ability to find himself around the football, but don't sleep on the fact that throughout his entire five-year career, Ngakwe has missed a grand total of two football games. Yes, you heard me correctly, playing perhaps the most physically violent, demanding game in the world, Yannick Ngakwe has only missed two games 
since he entered the league in 2016. And if we take a look back at the 2016 season for Yannick, a season in which he totaled eight sacks as a rookie, his defensive coordinator back then in Jacksonville is the same one he'll have now in Las Vegas, Gus Bradley. And while I'm sure Coach Gruden gave one heck of a pitch for the explosive defensive lineman to come to the desert, you best believe that Bradley's presence had a lot to do with that as well. Yeah, it was a no-brainer. Uh, Coach Gus was a guy that had input and drafted me uh, back in 2016. He knows what I, what I bring to this game. And um, I feel like that's a coach that knows how to utilize my skill set to make it super effective to help the team as best as possible. So uh, with Gus being here, I know it's like another father figure for me. It's another guy that can help me out while I'm out here on a different coast. So it's a blessing. As much as we've talked about the defensive side of the football, and for good reason, let us not forget about the moves on offense that the Raiders have made in the past week. The 2020 version of the Las Vegas Raiders offense was good, like really, really good. Pretty much any way you cut it, Derek Carr orchestrated a top 10 offense. But even the best groups in the league don't stand pat, they try to get better. And that is precisely what the Raiders did. First up, with wide receiver John Brown, the Silver and Black have added another dynamic playmaker who can flat out fly. But not only that, the soon-to-be 31-year-old will also act as a leader in the wide receiver room and be another positive example for the younger wideouts on the roster. Derek Carrier and Zay Jones were also re-upped last week, bringing back two more guys on the offensive side of the ball who are familiar with Gruden's system and have routinely shown their worth, even if their stats don't jump off the page. However, one of the Raiders' newest pieces on offense does have stats that jump off the page, and that distinction belongs to running back Kenyon Drake. Drake is coming off a career year in Arizona in 2020, and he will now join Josh Jacobs in the Raiders' backfield this season. And for those who might question why the dynamic running back would want to come to a team where Jacobs is so infirmly entrenched as the starter, well, Drake has an answer for you. With my abilities, um, just being a starter, quote unquote, um, isn't something that is a high priority in terms of being out there for however many plays. Like with what Coach Gruden um, said that how he was going to use me was just being on the field in a multitude of ways, playing receiver, playing running back, um, just having that ability to kind of use my versatility as a weapon um, in, in the open field uh, is something that really um, spoke to me. And uh, to kind of share that role uh, with Josh, with him being uh, obviously such a, a capable back, um, I feel like it, it, it spells uh, success for this team. In addition to the signings and re-signings, the Raiders have also been busy making trades since the start of the new league year, particularly along the offensive line. First up, Trent Brown is now a member of the New England Patriots, and we have a whole episode of a fond further review about that entire situation that I implore you guys to check out, hashtag shameless plug alert. And in exchange for number 77 and a seventh round pick in 2022, the Raiders got back a fifth round pick in 2022 as well. Also, in exchange for Rodney Hudson and a seventh-round pick this season in 2021, or this draft, I should say, in 2021, the Silver and Black are now in possession of a third-round pick in next month's draft, courtesy of the Arizona Cardinals. And to round it all out, in exchange for veteran guard Gabe Jackson, the Raiders got back a fifth-round pick from the Seattle Seahawks. So yeah, like I said, a lot of moving pieces along the offensive line. Oh, and how could I forget 
that Andre James signed a multi-year contract extension earlier this week as well. We're now a week into free agency, and while we've likely seen most of the, quote, big names get taken off the board already, don't be surprised if the silver and black add a few more pieces to the puzzle ahead of the 2021 NFL Draft. And as always, I must remind you that in order to win big games and to be a playoff caliber team, you need to have 53 quality dudes on your roster. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Since starting Allegiant some 20 years ago, we've flown more than 100 million people to be with those they love. We're pilots, flight attendants, and technicians, but we're also parents, spouses, and neighbors. And just like you, we're excited to reconnect with the people and places that matter most. That's why we're going the distance for health and safety, on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com.